Good afternoon. A heatwave warning has been declared for the entire state with temperatures above 40 degrees forecast for the weekend. A total fire ban is in force from midnight across Sydney and the bulk of the state. Conditions are expected to ease along the coast on Sunday but will remain extremely hot inland. Serena Andaloro reports. Well, as we swelter through heatwave conditions today and tomorrow, doctors are on high alert. New South Wales Health issuing warnings and emergency rooms are bracing for an influx of patients. We, we will see folk who get caught by this, particularly the oldies. Residents in Western Sydney can expect a top temperature of 38 degrees before the mercury hits 44 degrees tomorrow. As a giant hot air mass rumbles across Australia, 19 schools were closed for the day in the Riverina. Forecasters say tomorrow will be the hottest day in four years. Just check on uh, elderly neighbours, etc. in very hot weather like this. And it will also be the hottest day since the black summer of 2019. Total fire bans are enforced tomorrow with fire danger extreme. What we are now seeing with these huge temperatures is a massive drying effect right across New South Wales that could prove problematic over the weeks to come. And of course, Sydney's pools and beaches will be packed. We are expecting some relief from the heat tomorrow evening when thunderstorms are forecast. And later in the bulletin, we'll cross to the Weather Bureau for the latest on what we can expect this weekend. Billionaire James Packer has spoken out in support of Alan Jones. In a brief statement, Mr Packer said that he always found Jones to have the highest of integrity. Many of the broadcaster's other friends and supporters have maintained radio silence since allegations of indecent assault first surfaced in the Sydney Morning Herald. Jones denies the accusations levelled by four young men. The police commissioner says the allegations aren't under investigation at this stage and no one has come forward to complain. A new $60 cap on motorway tolls comes into force from January. More than 700,000 Sydney drivers are expected to benefit from the scheme, which will cost more than half a billion dollars. As Taylor Aiken reports, certain conditions apply. Good afternoon. Well, from January 1st, drivers who use Sydney's many toll roads will be eligible for a rebate under the government's election promise of a toll cap. From next year, drivers won't have to pay more than $60 a week in tolls, with the cash back claimed every three months through Service New South Wales. The scheme is only for privately registered cars, with taxis, company and heavy vehicles missing out. We just hope that they get value for money, because if they don't, they'll stop using them. But there are some significant changes to Labor's signature cost of living election policy. The cap will now be applied to individual toll tags rather than accounts, with the government also underestimating how many drivers would benefit. Initially, it believed 50,000 toll users would be better off. That's now increased to 720,000, blowing out the cost of the policy to more than half a billion dollars. This is fully budgeted for. Uh, the Treasurer has has been uh, very accommodating. But there's also a cap on a cap, with motorists only able to claim up to $400 a week, closing a major loophole that could have allowed Uber drivers to capitalise on the system. We've been able to move to a system that um, really helps protect against fraud. The toll cap will run for two years, with a review of the entire toll system also currently underway. A fire emergency is right now unfolding at a paint factory in Melbourne's southeast. 35 trucks are being sent to the scene with fears for one missing person. 
Locals in Dandenong South are being told to shelter indoors. The city is being battered by wild winds, which is contributing to the fire. Nuclear-powered submarines could be making their way to Australia within a decade after a major deal was struck in the US Congress. Let's go live to political reporter Isabel Mullen. Afternoon to you, Izzy. The breakthrough deal has been welcomed by the Albanese government. Yeah, good afternoon, Sally. There have been months of negotiations to get this across the line, but now confirmation. Laws that will allow the sale of at least three Virginia-class submarines to Australia will be included in the US Congress's defence bill. An official vote on submarine legislation could happen next week, which means the nuclear-powered submarines could be transferred to, to our Navy in the early 2030s. It will make it easier to share defence technology between the AUKUS partners, that's Australia, the United Kingdom and the United States. There was a lot of back and forth between Republicans and Democrats and some criticism that supplying submarines to Australia would leave America's own Navy short. The Prime Minister even visiting Capitol Hill making a direct plea to Senators, Defence Minister Richard Miles welcoming the news at a press conference earlier today. We're certainly um, heartened um, and hopeful uh, by the news coming out of the United States over uh, the last 24, 48 hours. We are hopeful of a good result um, and if we achieve that good result, then what's in prospect is a once-in-a-generation change. Sally, the bill is on track to pass both houses with bipartisan support. All right, thank you very much, Izzy.